What up, everybody? Welcome to Music Blueprint. My name is Gina Fontanella, and as you guys know, or maybe you don't know because this is your first time on this podcast, our whole platform is about teaching you ways on how to make money as a musician. And sometimes that gets us into marketing, and sometimes that gets us into just basic songwriting etiquette so that you'll be asked to songwrite again. Um, But today, it's right on the nose. It's specifically about making money. And I've done a bunch of different series about these. So if you want to hear more about them, uh, if you're on our YouTube channel, just click this little link right here. Um, Or if you're on Spotify or whatever you're listening, um, just check out some of our other uh, podcasts that talk about making money specifically. Um, I think we have about four or five. So, But this one is even more specific to touring. And there are a lot of ways to make money touring slash playing shows. I should have been more specific, maybe playing shows. Maybe you don't want to tour, but maybe you just want to play shows. So I'm just going to run through the different ways on how you can play live and just make killer money. Um, I've made most of my money performing and touring and doing all of that. So this definitely is more of my expertise, I would say. I put my 10,000 hours in performing shows. So the first one is weekly shows. Now, these are the shows that you kind of use to keep your chops up, like keep your chops up. They're not shows that like you're selling tickets and it's your artistry show and all this stuff. I mean, you could do an artistry show, artistry show. That's so hard to say. Um, by like every week, like you could do like three or four shows a week. And that's more of a tour feel, right? Like you're traveling around, you know, you're, for me, it was, I was, uh, just traveling around in my Prius and driving state to state and playing shows. I was playing like four or five shows a week. And then I'd be on the road about three months at a time. Um, that's totally a thing. And that could be included in this, but I'm referring specifically to in your hometown, in your space, whatever it's the show that you use to practice so that when your actual show comes up, boom, you're ready. And the reason why it's important to have this is because why not get paid to practice? I mean, seriously, like how nice is it to be like, I'm not just practicing in my bedroom and not getting paid. I'm getting paid to just like fine tune things. And I think that that's always the smart way to do it is in everything that you do, find a way to get paid to do it, whether that be practicing or performing. find a way to get paid. So one of the great ways to do that in these weekly shows is to link up with some kind of agency. Um, I did agency like work. Gosh, when did this start? Probably started around like 2018, 2019. Um, and at the time I was like, eh, I'm not really about it, but like I had some interesting financial things happen. So I was like, you know what? I just got to do it and be done with it. Um, But what ended up working out for me was, one, it really honed in my chops. Like I, for the agency shows, I had to play guitar and sing. Um, It was kind of a three-piece situation where um, you would show up and there'd be two other people there to play with. So one person would be playing piano and singing, another person would play guitar and sing, and then another person would just sing. Um, and so together you would try to have like a three part harmony and you would play together and whatever. Um, and 
you also had to have some understanding of how to play with people because you never, it would be different every night. You don't play with the same person every night. So they have a different set list that they're wanting to play. Um, and so they would play a song and you'd be like, oh, you'd either have heard it or you haven't heard it. If you've heard it, you could probably figure out how to play along, right? Most songs, especially for agency so agency shows, that's so hard to say, um, <laughs> For, for those kind of shows, I'm just going to avoid saying it now at this point because I'm like, it's too much of a tongue twister. Um, for those kind of shows, it's mostly pop songs. So most pop songs are like four chords, maybe like four chords in the verse and then a different four chords in the chorus. I mean, it's pretty simple to kind of, you know, tag along with, but there might be a song like a jazz song, like maybe a Frank Sinatra song and you're like, well, frick, like I really have to know jazz and understand jazz or like know this song to be able to play it. Um, so, you know, again, there's like a little bit of that going on where you have to under you have to be pretty good at like some kind of instrument. Um, if you're not good at some kind of instrument, um, you, you better be able to sing your face off. Um, cause most of the time when we had, uh, a singer and they don't play any instrument, they could sing, sing. And not only could they sing, sing, they were very, very personable because the person who's only singing, in my opinion, now sometimes people don't do this, but I think that this that's kind of lame. But in my opinion, if you're only singing, your job, because you're not playing an instrument, is to get people to tip us. You better be flirting with the people around us. You better be doing everything because you're only singing. And so like a lot of times, like I would sing, I would be singing and they don't have the lead part. So I'm singing the lead part and playing guitar. I'm like, you better be like, oh, like, how you doing tonight? And oh, what's your name? And like, you better just be gassing people up so that they just love us and tip us at the end of the night. So, um, but these weekly shows are really great. I should, I shouldn't really call them weekly. I should probably call them like daily. Cause I would play those shows, uh, anywhere from like three to five times a week. And I would walk away with, I think it was $70 an hour, 70, 70, $75 an hour, which to me at the time when I joined it was low. Um, I typically don't do anything, especially at that time, I didn't do anything lower than a hundred dollars an hour. And now it's more like, I won't do anything lower than like one fifty an hour. Cause it's just not worth my time at the end of the day. But, um, for that show, they paid 75, 70, $75 an hour. And I was like, uh, that's just not really great. But and they'll pitch it to you like this. The great part about it is it's very consistent. You get your schedule two weeks ahead of time or a week ahead of time. You know exactly what days you're playing. Um, and it's consistent income. So I'm making, you know, each show was like four or five hours long. So, you know, you're making $350, 300 to $350 a night. And that's not including tips. That's just your hourly. So that's pretty good when you times that by three. You're like, Wait, hold on a second. Like I'm making, what would that be? 10, a thousand dollars, a thousand fifty. Or maybe if you played four nights in a row, you know, you're making $1,400 a week. $1,400 a week is fire. Like that's really good money, especially when you haven't been a full time musician. Um, Cause I'm trying to figure out in my head, like, what is that? Six, that'd be like $72,000 a year. Doing what you love, singing, whatever. Now, obviously a lot of us like playing our original songs. I would sneak my original songs in there and like 
the beauty about my songs, because I'm a pop musician, is nobody would know the difference. So they would be like, whose song was that? I'd be like, oh, it's, uh, it's mine, <laughs> you know, or whatever. And they'd be like, what? You know, they'd freak out. But um, for the most part, you're playing covers all night. Um, and then the other awesome part of that is, is that when you build a rapport with some of these agencies and you're really good and you're consistent and there's, you're somebody that they can rely on, one, they most likely would increase your pay to keep you there. But two, they also play, um, corporate shows and all of these people do corporate shows. And that is where the killer money is. Like you might be making three fifty a night playing, you know, a typical restaurant show for this agency. But when you do a corporate show, you're making like anywhere from 1500 to like five grand a night. And that's where the money is. And so when you start building a good relationship with these people, they're like, oh yeah, let's throw Gina into this corporate show. And you're like, freaking great. How awesome is that? And then imagine if you really got like a really excellent relationship with them and you'd only did like four corporate shows a month. And like, let's say each one you're walking away with like three, four grand, four days out of the month. That's all you have to do. And like, that's if it was four grand per show and you did four, that's 16 grand a month. Now let's just say if it was only two, eight grand a month, that's $96,000 a year. Now, obviously that's before taxes, but, um, and unfortunately for musicians, we get taxed out the butt because nobody ever takes taxes out of our paycheck. But nonetheless, that is really dope money and really good money. And imagine if you only had to work four days out of the month, that's only 48 days a year. I'm sorry I'm giving you guys so much math. <laughs> I never get to do math and I really do love math and like the nerd in me is coming out because I'm just like giving all these numbers. Um, but really think about that, you guys. Like imagine only having to play four shows a month. That's freaking crazy. Or even like three shows a month. Like even if you just made $1,000 a week, that's still really good money um, and you only have to work three days a week for four, hour, four hours at a time. That's dope, dope money. Um, so anyways, try to find some of these companies. I mean, just go to Google and type in like music agencies in whatever city you're from or whatever, figure it out. Um, and, but they're all called agencies and there's different ones. Some are bigger than others. Some like the really big ones have, um, places for you to play like all throughout, um, for me, it would be America. That's I'm from America. So they have ones all throughout America, but let's say if you're somewhere else that's abroad, um, they might have like a bunch of them in England, a bunch of them in Germany, or they might, you know, go a little bit, uh, past like, you know, they might have multiple countries. Cause I know in like other countries, you know, it's, there's a lot smaller, the countries are a lot smaller, so it might be easier to do it that way. But, um, yeah, just look it up and try to get tapped in. You will have to try out. So get something together. Um, and you are expected to have like a certain amount of songs prepared that you could do like that night and, and adding songs to your repertoire. One of the main reasons that I was like, uh, just a person that my agency just loved was because I was one of the few people that just kicked butt at doing, uh, like requests. So somebody would come up to me and be like, Hey, do you know this song? And like the whole, all three of us would be like, nah, we don't. And I'd be like, I kind of do. 
And then I would play it and then I'm like, oh, actually I knew the song a lot better than I thought I did. And I was just fearless and taking on requests. Now, if I knew I was going to butcher it, I'd be like, hey, do you have like another song or like some, or maybe like I knew another song with that artist or something. Um, but for the most part, I would, I would be pretty fearless on people asking for requests and then just like taking it on. And a lot of times people are very graceful with it. I'm like, hey, I I don't really know it, but I'll take a whack at it. And they're like, okay, cool. And they just have fun with it. Okay, so the second one that we should talk about is ticketed shows. Now, ticketed shows are more your uh, artistry shows. They're ones that you hella have to promote for and you have to practice for a lot. So you have to have everything like tight and right with like the agency shows. Like I really, once you got like a hang of it and gotten a rhythm, I just, I never practiced ever, like never had to practice, not one time. Um, so, but with ticketed shows, obviously I'm putting a set together with my music, my songs, possibly with a band or a, some kind of setup. Um, and that takes practice. So I have to practice. So that takes a certain amount of hours. Um, and then I also have to do hella promo to get people to buy tickets. Now, if you're linked up with a booking agency, fire, they'll do most of the work for you, but Some booking agencies don't, and they just book you the show, and then they just let you go out there on your own. So there's just a lot of promo to be happening with that. There's a lot of, like, extra effort. Um, It's not like your, you know, weekly shows. And there's no guarantee on how much money you'll make because you don't know how many tickets you're going to sell. You could assume, and you can, like, get people to, like, pre- order them. But for the most part, a lot of your ticket sales will come either the day before or the day of, which is like hella stressful. Cause if you're like, man, I've put like 15 hours in and like, as of right now, I'm only going to make like 50 bucks. You're like, ah, whatever. Um, but ticketed shows are more than just the money. It's more about exposure and, you know, cross pollinating your audience with, you know, whoever's also playing that night. Um, so there's a lot more elements going on. Um, but they take a lot more effort, but I will say if you do a ticketed show, all that money's going to you. Well, a part will go to the venue, but like a majority of that money is going to you that night. So, uh, there's a potential if you know how to promote right and you are maybe a more sizable artist or just like an artist in your hometown that like everybody loves and like shows out for, you could make killer money. So you could do like one or two a month and possibly walk away with like $1,500, which you're like, wow, $1,500 for how much work I put in and how awesome the night was and like making that in one day. Awesome money, right? Um, A lot of times I would do a combination. I would do like a combination of just agency shows that were like consistent income stuff. And then I would do one a month where I would do like a ticketed show and then get everybody out to come listen to originals and stuff like that. With the agency shows, you're coming in contact with a lot of people and a lot of people who really love music. That's why they're there. That's why they chose that restaurant is because that restaurant has food, great food, but also great music. So um, you get a lot of exposure with that and people want to come to your shows, um, your ticketed shows. So it's a way to also promote that way. The third thing is festivals. Now, festivals are a lot harder to get into. Um, You really have to know somebody in it or know somebody who knows somebody to start playing festivals, but they pay pretty well uh, if you're getting paid. That's the thing. Uh, Sometimes you're playing the festival and it's only pure exposure, which is fine. I mean, everything kind of has a balance and you can say, ah, it's 
not worth it for me to get paid, you know, but it is worth it for the exposure. You can make that decision yourself. Um, but by the time you do get paid for festivals, it does pay pretty good money, really good money. In fact, um, if you get on like a festival circuit, you're going to make bank. Like some of my friends that play festival circuits, I mean, they're, they're easy making a quarter of a million dollars a year, um, at least bare minimum. Um, and the other benefit of it is, is you really don't have to do any promo. I mean, you can, um, and that's helpful. And, you know, festivals do want you to help promote. But at the end of the day, the festival itself has marketing people and agencies and all that stuff that do a lot of the promo. So um, you don't have to promote as much, but you do have to practice a bunch because when you do a festival, you are trying to capitalize on all the people who are in that audience and you better be on your best freaking performance. Like it better be the top notch of whatever you can do at that period of time in your career. Um, because you're trying to connect with people and you're trying to like transcend a stage. That's the other thing. You're really trying to like reach over like the gate of what the stage is when you're doing smaller shows. Um, you're like right there with the audience. So you can just like be there, but with festivals, if you're on a bigger stage, it's really hard to navigate the flow of energy that's coming at you. Like a lot of people just end up pacing back and forth on a stage and like that's not really what you should do. You should be trying to have moments with specific people and even if you can't see them, like let's say it's at night and you have lights in your eyes and you can't see them, just looking out and just trying to see a specific person uh, is, it, it might even come across that you're connecting with them. So it's really about stage presence, um, performance, like, you know, best vocal performance, uh, everything. So if you do get booked for a festival, practice until your fingers bleed, <laughs> basically, because you like you could walk away from a festival with an extra 10,000 followers, 50,000 followers, depending on how many people are there. So again, you just want to be on the best version of what your performance is. Um, the fourth one is online shows. And now because of COVID online shows are even bigger than what they were before, which is great. Um, because they weren't as big as before, you know, people were just more meeting in person, but now with COVID and stuff, you really could do some really dope online shows. I've done a few over the pandemic season and, um, they've all done really well. Um, minimum I've walked away with like $500, which is awesome. And with something that's ticketed, like if you did ticketed shows and stuff, um, and you're the one that's putting it on, you also, when you're putting on the show, can uh, take a percentage of putting the whole thing on. Like you could just say, hey guys, I'm putting this whole thing on. Um, I'll let you guys have 80% of your ticket sales, but 20% just goes to me in the hours that I put in. And nine times out of 10, people are like, oh yeah, absolutely. Like you put this whole thing together. You, you know, you have to get a website together sometimes. You have like a whole bunch of things that you have to do. So um, it's not just one simple like, oh, well, I'm going to go live on YouTube and then all the people are going to be in my house. It doesn't really work like that. Um, real online t like ticketed shows have its own website, its own platform. It's streamed through something, whether it's like Streamlabs or YouTube or whatever. Um, but that takes a lot of effort because that has a lot of programming and coding and a lot of like 
backlog stuff that you have to get together. Um, but they do really well. And because of the situation that everybody's in right now, it's a really great way to capitalize on not being able to play in certain cities or countries or whatever. So I would do a lot of online shows. Um, well, when I say a lot, I mean like one a month or like four or five a year, but that was just because it was a lot of effort for me to put everything together. So I only did like four a year, but, um, it was a way for me to get people to buy tickets that wouldn't be able to buy tickets. Um, because I'm playing in California all the time and I'm not traveling as much. So really great way to make money. Um, and it's not specified to a specific place and your really true fans will buy tickets no matter where they are in the world. So that's really great. The last one which has kind of been my favorite recently and um, has been a great, uh, I wouldn't say great source of income. I'm kind of new to it, but it is a way to make money. And again, it's another way to make money while just practicing is going live. Uh, a lot of platforms, social media platforms recently are really pushing going live, especially TikTok. TikTok has just been gung-ho about going live recently and, um, it's a really great, like a really easy way to just make extra money on whatever you're doing. Like if you're already playing a show, set up a camera and go live. If you're practicing, set up your camera, go live. If you're writing a song, set up a camera, go live. It's really that simple. I think we underestimate sometimes how much people, um, are fascinated by other people's lives. Um, there's a reason why, like TLC has made a huge company off of just like 90 day fiance and I've married a mama's boy and like all these different things. We are fascinated with people's lives. The Kardashians, great example. They don't do anything really that crazy uh, in their lives. I mean, obviously they're celebrities now, but when you've watched the first like few seasons, it was just like, yeah, they kind of have money, but like, they're kind of bratty and like, they kind of, you know, obviously they've grown out of that now. Now they're like successful women and whatever. But like in the beginning days, like they were like, that's kind of shady what you just did or said or whatever. But we were just fascinated by watching somebody's life being in on somebody's life. Um, and I think we forget about that as musicians and as artists that people just want to know what you do. They think the reason why they're following you is because they think that what you do is dope and cool. And the more that you let people into that, um, the more people will be invested in what you're doing. And that means, you know, buying your song, uh, just gifting, you know, sending you gifts because you're letting them into your life. Um, there's just a lot of different things. And so, um, it's definitely a great thing. Even putting on a performance while going live, I was doing this thing for a while where I was like once, uh, once or twice a week, maybe one or uh, maybe three times a week. Um, I was like performing, like literally putting on a whole show. I figured out how to rig my system to like make it really simple. Just like boom, plug and play really easy. And people loved it. People were like requesting songs. I would sing different requests and it was awesome. Um, and it was also a way for me to practice my originals and really get my originals down. Um, and people would send me gifts and it's like, cool. Like even if you make 20 bucks from just having a good time and practicing your songs, that's like money really well spent or well given. So hopefully that helps. Seriously, guys, like all of these are definitely ways for you to make money as a performer and as a singer or musician. Um, 
I would highly, highly recommend getting some consistent shows. That's definitely a way for you to start making a consistent income and a way for you to make like a great annual income. So hopefully that helps. I'll see you next week. Peace. Mm -hmm.